0: Welcome everybody. And we hope to see you more often, our other classes as well. So you're all welcome. We have here. I just remembered it right now. It came down on the car yesterday. So I don't know if it's... I tried it on you guys first. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's a it's it's newness and it's more than anything that I could say or that anybody could say what's taking place right now first of all then I want to do the learning tonight this this very important learning we're going to be doing tonight leishmas a dear friend of mine's father it's your site was today and continued, speedy, speedy, refu slema for our dear brother Michal Moshe Zaev Ben Yehudis, and our dear Rebbe and friend Natan Daniel Ben Malka, Ben Yom Nachman, Mordechai Ben Ilana, and for for please insert like in the shul, just insert the names, whatever you whoever needs a healing. Um, my dear friend David Sachs, both of you know David Sachs from Los Angeles. Many years ago, he he, he coined, he he had a great name for what this week is, and we kind of gave that name of what this week is in the title of tonight's shia, and that is the week of wet cement. This is the week of wet cement, because there's a new pavement, and it's much harder to write your name in dry cement than it is on wet cement. So, what we're doing this week, because the cement is still wet, is that we are carving our names on that sidewalk, on the street, wherever it is, and it's all until Tefilas Ne'ilah, which is called the Chosam, the Chotam, the seal, the stamp. And we scream in Tefilas Ne'ilah, "V'chosmeno b'Sefer Achaim, seal us, stamp us in the Book of Life." And Shlomo Amelech, it says in Shira Shirim, "Simeni k'choysam alibecha," Rabbana put me like a stamp on your heart, or or put your stamp into my heart. And I saw the Tzaddikim say because everybody knows. We're not going to stay in Kodesh Kodashim with the Kohen Gadol. You go back to the world. Baki B'Ratzai, Baki You have to come back into the world. And the whole question is, how are you going to come back into the world after Yom Kippur? But if this is the week of, of, of preparing this seal, this stamping, then let's make sure that we take utmost advantage of the amazing gift that this week is, and utmost advantage of what our teachers have told us is the greatest day of the year, which is Yom Kippur. It's the greatest day of the whole year. It's higher than any day of the year. It's the highest day of the whole year. It's not even our day, it's the Rebona Shleilam's day. It's not even like really our day, it's a crazy concept. This is the Rebona day. So tonight, <clears throat> got to make a little warning—not a warning, but you're just hearing my heart, and the heart isn't always pol- politically correct. Hopefully, <laughs> we already spoke about in the Sheer like five months ago that you know every single door, every single generation has its own avodah zara that they deal with. So I know most of you, I only have one friend who freaks out when he passes by statues and idols. I only have one friend like that in my life. Because he spent years in, in, in ashrams and, in Amsterdam and in, and in England. So he has some kind of a very, very heavy vibe when he passes by statues. But every door has its own avodah zara that they work with. And we learned a few months ago that possibly this generation's avodah zara is the Avodah of PC, of being politically correct, of being religiously politically correct, socially, you, you fill in the term. okay? It's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So, I'm not sure how many of you saw this, but a few days, I was in South Africa when the three boys were kidnapped. It was there... Admonished right before Shabbos, because there it was winter in July, so Shabbos was early, and right before we brought in Shabbos, I saw as well, I couldn't believe my eyes, they announced right before Shabbos, and came back, and then we continued on, and the whole summer happened, and one thing that I really, really can't stand is this obsessity, this need to always go right back into into say there into like you know into whatever the normality, like yeah like when I was younger and there would be piguim chas there would be horrible suicide attacks, the society defined the win by showing that life goes back to normal so fast and that they don't hurt us. Now that's true. That's an amazing quality to be able to go right back and show you can't take us down. But there's a cheshbam. There's something that we're paying for without realizing it. And that's that, that splinter of pain wasn't removed from our finger, it was put deep into the finger, and now it's beneath the skin. Like Rav Cook refers to many of our averas, that because it's too painful to deal with, what do we do? We have to ignore it in order to keep life going on. But I see, and I'm not sure if it's because me being naive, immature, I don't know what the reason is. But whatever the reason is, okay, whatever the reason is, We moved on way too fast. It's not chas v'shalom that we moved on and everyone should stay stuck in mourning. But I hope you hear what I'm saying. I hope I hear what I'm saying. 73 Seventy-three Yon tables this year, this past Rosh Hashanah, were empty, dead. They're going to be dead forever, until Mashiach comes. Seventy-three tables. A few days after I came back, and after the boys, after the whole thing, I don't know what was happening, I lived right there where the boys were kidnapped, a few minutes from there. You'll see how this is all going to tie into what we're hopefully trying to get to tonight. A few days later... I was found myself by Tzomet Agush, where it happened, getting some gas. There's a gas station there. And I stopped for a second, and I put my phone in a way that it could record, it could, like, uh, like, like, film. And I said, wait a second, I want to understand this, and I want to share with everyone that's very far away how close this is to home, because life is moving by way too fast. And I went on the route that they had, where the three boys were kidnapped, where they started driving down to, and then passing by, making the U-turn, and then instead of going to where they did, south, towards Hebron, I drove 30 seconds till I got to my city of Ephrat. And I did it because I felt that, wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second. I know we're here forever. I know we're going to build new machazim. I know we're going to build a lot of great things. But this is a splinter in the neshama of Amisar. And I'm not willing to have the splinter go beneath the skin at any cost, because we know what happens when splinters go beneath the where, the, the area where you could actually see it. So what does that have to do with Yom Kippur? Ma'zik To Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur? So tonight, I want to focus... Yom Kippur is very overwhelming. You can get very overwhelmed in the Machzor, you can get very lost, very easily, very fast. I want to focus on one tefillah, which we said Rosh Hashanah, and we're going to say Yom Kippur too. And for many of us in this room, it's the most important tefillah of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, our Rebbe Reb Shlomo sang it all year long, and that's the concept of Uvechein Tain Kavad Hashem Lamecha. Rebona Shleilam, restore us with Kavad. Because we've moved very fast to show that we're strong, but our Kavad? Forget about the world. Anyone's shocked by the fact that the world didn't say we're such tzaddikim, the way we're treating our cousins in Gaza? You're shocked? Forget about them. Our own kavod. Uvachen ten kavod Hashem Restore us with kavod. Remind us what kavod is. Kavod, to be mechubad. All summer I was a f- I was honestly I'm just sharing, I don't care if it what, what this sounds like I felt mushpal you know what mushpal means mushpal doesn't in not up shiflus, which means like uh holy humility I felt disgraced disgraced someone sent out an email a lot of people are saying now a certain collage of all the seventy three faces, saying, you want to go to shul with something to look at while you're davening? Ta- print out this page, take these 73 faces with you, and this is what you go daven with. This is what you bring next to your master. You want to keep on being realigned and restored into what's important? Have these 73 names right here in front of you. Because our Kovach, our covered who we are and what we're about, is al hapanim. No, don't worry. We're so lucky we have tonight to, to understand at least this one tefillah, uvechein Hashem la Whether we deserve it or not, bring us Kavod Lemancha, hachaim Lemancha, for your sake. And we learned last week and last year, the Torah brings it down, Uvechein. We keep on saying Uvechein, Uvechein, Uvechein. And we all learned already that where's the Makar, where's the Makar, where's the source of this word Uvechein? Well, maybe now it's time. Where do we have this in the Torah, in the Tanakh? This word, uvechein, which is the introduction to so many moments of pouring out your heart before God. And the tour told us, uvechein, the makor for it, comes from none other than someone that knew what covered ha'am ha'yehudi was about. And that is Esther Amalka. Because in the Megillah, Esther Amalka says, uvechein, ovoi el hamelech asher lo chadas, avadati. I'm gonna come up to the Ribbon Hashem I'm gonna to come to the Melech. She's saying Melech We know she's talking about Malko alam. I'm gonna come before the King Hashem Lochadas. I don't know how firm I am. Lochadas and Lodati. Ulaini Dati, Lo Lodati. Doesn't matter. The Avadati, Avadati. And if I get completely blown away and lost, Avadati, I don't care. As long as I know that I asked the Ribbon to restore COVID in Ami Israel. But let's not get confused, because it's a very big distinction between two types of Kavad. And obviously, we have th- at least four people sitting on my right that have been coming in with the, with, 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 with the holy smoke, with the holy burning, burning tzion of Rabbeinu and Uman. So I just want to say, like, obviously, Torah Vav and Nikutim Haram, the Rebbe the speaks there explicitly, so clearly. It makes it so clear, two types of Kavad in the world. Two types of honor. Certain honor when you run after honor, honor runs away from you. Kovat melachim. Kovat shamayim. That you run away from people trying to give you kovat and it comes and it runs after you. Ha kovat rodefotcha. The honor runs after you. But I'm not sure what kovat we're really speaking about when we say, Uvachain ten kovat ashem mecha. What does that mean? Hashem, restore cover to your people. Do you want us to walk around with gaiva? With, with this impure pride? What is this covered? we're asking for Hashem to bring to us? To give us? Because, Chevron, another year like this, another year of this, of this absolute joke... Of us risking our lives to sh- and, and, and sacrificing our boys' lives so that we can show the world how devout we are. That's covered? What's real covered? What's that? What's restoring this covered? That without this cover, it'll be a descent and another descent of year after year of absolutely abusing all holy terms that were given to us of who we are as people. Now before we look inside... Wow, we haven't even begun, it's so late, but we haven't... Before we look at anything inside, one of the, first of all, like what, what blows me away so much is that my Rebbe in America, Rev. Weinberger, Rev. Moshe Weinberger, this past Monsei Shabbos is Shabbos Shuvah Drashah. Most of what we just said now is based on the way he opened his heart in the beginning of this Shabbos Shuvah Drashah. And he spoke with, with millions, millions of pounds of more atomic explosion than what I just could, could ever say and what I said right now about what it means to be kavedik. Do you know what it means to be covered you know what it means to walk around mechubad? Not humble. Mechubad. With covered With covered shamayim hovering over you. One of the most amazing moments of Yom Kippur. And again, the kaved that Am Yisrael felt See, when the Kohen Gadol left the Kodesh Kardashian, what, what, what do you think Am Yisrael was feeling? Simcha? It's deeper than simcha. It's covered. Honor. I'm honored. I'm dignified. I'm an honored person. Part of an honored people. And it's all from the Ribbon Hashlein. When the Kohen Gadol would walk out of the Kodesh, Kodesh b'shalom, pega. this inyan of covered was instilled within each and every one of us. Do you know what it would be like if we walked around like Kovatik a Yidin? And of course, that Snias and Lashen these are obviously factors in this. But we all know that it's something that's not about details. It's something that has to do with the core of our Neshama as individuals and the core of our Neshama as a people. Because we can't tolerate another summer like this. We cannot tolerate another... Rav Cook says in, in in the third chapter in Oros Shuva, which is the mikveh of all mikvas, he says there, he says there, you know, first of all, when it comes to hilchos mikveh, when you have to mitar yourself, what isn't there allowed to be? Chatzitza. What is chatzitza? Anything that's chutzets, Anything that divides from you and the waters, you can't. And there's a lot of different halakhos, I mean, obviously for women... Because no, that's where the the the, the, the real halacha is, is is regarding today when we have to do with mikvahs, but really Chazal talk about this in and of chatzitsa. There can't be anything chatzits. You know why? So that you are in the bore, you're in the water, and you're able to be noshek the bore hashaka. You know every mikvah has a bore of Mayim. Look in the mikvah. There's that hole in the wall that it's noshek. It it literally kisses another uh, another hole of water behind the wall that you can't see. Right? So there can't be anything dividing you and the borhashaka. The Ishbitz says the bohashaka is the bohr of Nishika, is the bohr of feeling the kiss of the Ribana Nothing can be chodset you nothing can divide you. So if cook says as painful as it is The first step of tshuva is taking that which you know it's time to stop ignoring, putting it nochach panecha, placing it right in front of you, whatever that is. And for each person in this room, it's probably different. It's probably different. Putting it right in front of you. And everyone knows that as much as that hurts, and it's supposed to hurt, it's not supposed to feel good. We're basar v'adam. Mm-hmm. Rav says the light of the Yeshua starts to shine out of that thing that you're placing right in front of you. doesn't start shining until there. of <coughs> Cook says it starts there when you stop hiding and you stop ignoring anything that you know is a splinter beneath the surface of your finger. I just want you to know, half the reason why I'm speaking at this tone is because every time we've been learning the last few times, no one can hear me in the back. Half the time I feel like talking like this right now. I just want you to know. So don't get too freaked out. Okay? <laughs> just, no, I see people are like, oh my, what's, what, what did he swallow before he walked in this room? <laughs> but it's both, okay? I'm going to go back and forth and you choose and decide when he's really trying to talk lightly or not. It'll be a fun Purim Yom Kippur uh, thingy for you. One of the highest moments of Yom Kippur was when the La Azazel was chucked off that mountain. We don't even understand what these concepts are. The two seirim, how do you say seir? The goats. One La la'ashem, one La la'azazel. One of the highest moments of the restoration of Kavr in Am Yisrael, the restoration of Kavr in Am Yisrael was when what? When we chucked that goat off the mountain. So, to na- now, all we want to do now is just really prepare ourselves to understand what thing. Based on the Heilige, Beis Yaakov, and Ishbitz, the Manshiloath's son, we don't have that much of the Manshiloath on holidays. With his grandson, we have plenty. With his son, we have plenty. And his grandson, the said Yeshurim, Tiferet Yosef, we have a lot. But about the Beis Yaakov himself, you have in the back of Beis Yaakov HaKolel. There's some likutim there, the highest things in Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, is short, unbelievable. Like for instance, in Rosh Hashanah, he says, you know, first day Rosh Hashanah, we read about how Hashem blessed us with a child. Second day Rosh Hashanah, we read about how we're willing to return that back to the Rebun He says, and that's the shleimus of an Adam in this world in Rosh Hashanah, recognizing you're receiving and always being ready to return it back to the Rebun HaShleilam. So whenever you've given covered, are you always ready to restore that? And return that back to Akadish Barakul. But in his little piece on Yom Kippur, he addresses the Indian of why was it that when we chucked that sa'ir, that goat off the mountain, covet was restored in Am Yisrael. And really, Uvechein ten Kovad Hashem Lamecha is really saying, Chuck that goat off the mountain this is where we're at right now. And I was preparing to do a, a lot of text tonight, and it's clearly not what's supposed to be. So mechila for the hippies and the trees, because you know, we did print out the, you know, we printed out a bunch of papers. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to it. Maybe not. But I want to go a little bit back about COVID. But keep in mind the sari lazaza. The Gemara in Masechet Shabbos says like this: "B'sha'ashe'ala Moshe l'amorom." Everyone knows this Gemara. Daf Pei Chesamot Beis and Shabbos, this is a very famous Gemara. B'sha'ashe'ala Moshe l'amorom, and Moshe Rabbeinu went up to receive the Torah. Amru malache hasharis lifnei kadosh baruch hu. What did the angels say to God? Ribonu shleilam, ma liyila yisha beinenu. What's a human being doing up here with us Mali lodi Am lahen, what did God say to the angels? the Kavil Torah He's here to receive the Torah, and look what the angels said back Ba Amfan of Hamuda Gnuzanuza the Chama is <laughs> vashitim thearba Doros, Kodam Shannivra. This Torah, which has been concealed, it's been in your treasure chest for 947 generations from the time the world was created and even before. You're willing to, you want to give this to human beings? The angels are saying the Torah, which is the most kovidik thing in the world, to be a ben Torah. Kovidik. It's the most mechubad thing in the world. Oh no, one letter of the Torah. Angels are saying, you're giving that to people that are busy fighting the Yetzirah all day long? This thing you've kept for so many thousands of years, you're going to give it to them? It's like, we think, human beings, we're the only ones. It's just us humans. No one else exists. The Rebun is so big. He's so massive. Whatever we say, doesn't come close to the toenail. The Malachim said it should... They didn't say, give me, but they said, what are you giving them? What are you giving it to human beings? And what Pasuk do they say, which is not Tehillim? Ma eno ki tis Uven adam kitiv kedenu Ma adir shimcha bechol ha'aretz? What? What are you giving it to a human being? He's going to remember it? adam kitiv You're going to deposit your goods your love letter, your pillar of cover, you're going to give it to people that are going to be busy fighting the tithes that you and I have today, how we wish we didn't see with our eyes half the stuff we've seen, how we wish comes Yom Kippur we didn't hear half the things we've heard, how we wish we didn't see or experience being a parent or being parented in ways that I, we all wish never existed, how far that must have been from God's dream of parents in the world and we sit in ourselves, we want to run away. So look what he says here. Now God stops talking with the angels. Moshe Rabbeinu is up there. He sees this conversation taking place. Answer them. You answer them right now. He's saying to my Shabinu, you answer them. Not me. You go tell them now why I should be giving you the Torah. (laughs) I'm terrified. Some kind of like, you know, maybe dragon smoke fire is going to come out of their mouths and they'll burn me alive. Just from the Hevel Pihem, from what's coming out of their mouth. And now, look what it says in the Gemara. Omar Lai. Ribbana Shalem says to Meshal Bainu, He says, Okay, hold on to the kise of my covered right now, and now answer them. Hold on to the kise of covered? My throne is a throne of covered? Hold on to the throne of covered? And now give an answer back why you humans should receive the Torah and not them. It's amazing. God's not telling. Me. God could give the answer in a second. He's God. It's like God could bring Mashiach, right? You understand that God. You understand that Mashiach can come this second? <laughs> so, the bonus is not answering the angels. My <laughs> Abaynu, you do it. I'm scared. You're scared? Okay. So now tap into covered and now answer them. Tap into what it means to restore Kavad uvechein ten kavad Hashem la'mecha. When we're saying uvechein ten kavad Hashem la'mecha, what are we saying to God? We want to understand why you believe in us so much. We want to understand why you believe in us so much, why you? Ha- why, why don't you just give up on me already, God? You're putting me through this gesheft year after year. Why don't you just give up on me? Part of us is always saying that. Why don't you just give up on me? They're right. What are you doing giving the Torah to us? Look 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 at us. So Rosh Hashanah we say, God, you're our king. Give us covered because we're part of you. And Yom Kippur you say, let me understand what I was asking last week when I asked you to be a king over me. Let me begin to understand what I was saying half the makhza. But again, we said that this is manifested so deeply with the La la'azazel. With this goat that went to hell. That was chucked off that mountain. Now this is mind-blowing. And the Bess says like this, I'm going to read it over here, and if you want to copy, you, you should take this home. I'm just going to read it right now, because it's not time right now to start be, being too busy with getting stuck on words you have all young kipper to get stuck on words and tonight you just you know, it's fine. It's 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 all good because we're we're about to we're about to realize how lucky we are. The Besyakov says like this Vehine Inyan sayer Azazel, this inyan of what this goat that we chucked to hell was all about. Shemechaper Almaise Uza Vaazael. This is amazing. Azazel is a combination of the names of two angels, the Gemara says somewhere else. <coughs> Azazel is the names of two angels, Uzzah and Azael. Azazel, together, is the name of both of these angels. And the Ishbetsu says, this inion of throwing this down, you're, t- you're finally taking care of Uzzah and Azael. Who are Uzzah and Azael? These two angels have shown up since since God thought of creating the world, and they keep on showing up at the highest moments in Jewish history, and they keep on showing up, unfortunately, in our devastatingly destroying, damaging chatterbox in our hearts. They're called the Mekachrigim. Remember, it said before there were angels that told God, What are you doing, giving it to them? It's these two angels, Uzzah and Azal. These guys. They were there, they were also there in Bria Sa'imam when God wanted to create the world. They were there again. Say, what are you creating this for? You're gonna give it to this world. And you know when you know when they must have been really, really happy and proud of themselves? At the end of Parish Baratius, they must have been so happy. Right before the last pasuk, why? Because the end of Parashas Bereshis ends off by God saying, Man, kini nichamtim, ki sitim. I regret creating humanity. And they're like, ha, 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 ha you see? This is what we're talking about. These two angels, that's what they're saying. That's what we're talking about. What are you doing? What are you doing? And the angels, these two angels are again there by Matan Tara saying, saying, A human being is going to remember this love? Friends, how often do we forget the moments when we know that Hashem loves us? Mm. So the B'Syako says like this, vehine <laughs> this power to speak like this to God this kitchrub, how do you say kichrug? This uh, accusation, accusation mm-hmm. This voice that says, for what? adam. It's hidden in the heart of man. It's the splinter that went beneath the surface that I don't see anymore because it went so deep down inside because I can't answer the question, why are you giving me the Torah? Because inside the Ishbitz is saying, I'm asking the same question that these angels are saying, what are you doing to me? Why are you putting me through this again? Another year of chuva, another year of this dance. the highs and then the lows, the believing in myself, and then chucking that away. Ma Enoj Kitiskir, and what are you doing to me? That voice of the two angels, the Ishbitzir says, Beis Yaakov says, "safun Beeva, Adam, it is hidden in the heart of man." Shemerek al-Havayaso. He has a he has a a a, a taina, he has a claim against the fact that he's even born. Did anyone ever ask the question, why are you putting me through this? What are you putting? Why are you putting me through this world? Why do I have to go through this? Of course, that child never shows up in times of simcha. It's only obviously when we can't make sense of our lives, as if as if we can make sense of simcha. Right? That's that's funny. Things are going good, we think we can make sense of it, right? Now I understand, that should have So I I could find a theory which would explain why I deserve to be a semcha. But when I can't, and my head is so buried down in the dumps, then what? What were you thinking? That sound, that voice of those two angels, it shows up in me, hidden in the heart of man. This koyach, what does this koyach want to do? This power, this strength? It wants to bring man to total loss. Avedon. Tohu. Nuts. Crazy. Nothingness. This That is what he wants to do. To have man keep on sinning and missing the point. So that he comes back and he says in his heart, You two angels, you were Right. You were right. You know, I have a friend that many of you know him, I'm not gonna say who he is. Not that I'm gonna say something beautiful, but whatever. <coughs> if you eat one of his first trips to Uman, he said to me he said to me, Wow, the first day I was there, I wasn't sure that I believed in God. This is a guy with <coughs> he's a teacher in army, so he's a rov. Said to me, I wasn't even sure that I believed in God. Ma enosh kiti I said so. So did you feel kind of lost? Like what'd you what you what'd you feel? Everyone's dancing, flying around. What, what what did you feel? He said, "Thank God, there's a second day of Rosh Hashanah." That's what he said. So the ish ends, and he says, "Achein birzon, Hashem is what does God want? To distance, to push away that splinter, that that's hidden in your heart. And He'll throw it away that it's not even part of your life. You know what Ishbitz is saying? You know what the Yom Kippur is all about? The height of tshuva? These, to me, the 40 days, you know? Yeah, 40 days, getting matan, getting, getting kabbalah satayah. What's that moment of chosmeinu, which we spoke about in the beginning? The seal, the stamp, it's the week of wet cement. And then that stamp that's going to come down in tefilah the v'chosmeinu b'sefer achayim, chosmeinu b'sleifer eslicha omechila. Where does a human being have the holy chutzpah to say to God, I deserve to be sealed in a book of life? When half the year I'm doubting if I believe in you or not. You know why? Because a few hours ago in Musaf, you chucked that Sari Al A few hours ago you spoke about what the crying God, what they were doing with those with that goat. And that's why every word of the Magzar is a build-up and it's unbelievable. It's such it's such it's so powerful. The reason you're able by the end of sli- by the end of the forty days, by tefilas nila, to scream Hashem Hu with utmost conviction and confidence in simcha and kovod, screaming it. You know, there's nothing more kovodik than Yidin screaming Shema Yisrael. What's more kovodik than that? What's more kovodik than that? Than Yidin screaming Hashem Hu screaming Baruch Shem K'vod Mal. Those moments. What's more covetick than that? But but how do we have the chutzpah to say such a thing? Half the year, I'm giving us benefit of the doubt. I'm saying only half the year we're not sure we believe in God, right? Afulzem, where do you where are you coming from? Why? Because the Ishbitz says because what did we have? We had Uza and Azoil in our lives most of the year, and Yom Kippur comes and really doing tshuva. It doesn't just mean that I know I shouldn't be watching dirty movies. It's a very big point. And by the way, don't, get, don't belittle... You know, when you go to these Mus'r and in, in, in Elul and Tishrei, don't belittle those details. Because those little details of Chataim, they are Uzzah and Azal telling you, you can do all this. You have no asek with Kedusha. You're going to c- come back crawling to God anyway, crying, saying, get me out of here. But on Yom Kippur... When I throw out those two voices, Uza and Azael, and I just want to be marbe bichvayit shemayim and not covered melachim, like the Rebbe speaks about in I could finally say chosmeinu b'sefer achaim. Why? Because of the voice we started with last week, right before we started Rosh Hashanah. Remember, I told you that this person came up to me at this radio station last week, and afterwards when he asked to escort me out, he said to me, Can I sing you a vort? And I I said, Sure. And he said to me, he started singing, I'm just repeating it, even though many of us have heard this already, but this is the point. He started singing, And then he changed the way we sing the second part. Judy, even you would moichel him if you hear the Torah behind why he changed the second part of this (laughs) nigum. He starts singing, Mm He revealed the third book. There's the book of... D-E-A-T, I don't want to say what that book is. Then there's the Book of Life, Sefer Hachaim but then there's another book, and that book is called Sefer Hachaim LeMancha, Those Who Live For You. And this week in Ephraim, we were learning on Monday night what does it mean to be inscribed in the Book of Life, as opposed to what it means to be inscribed in the Book of Living For You. So many marriages celebrate the fact on every anniversary that they don't get divorced. That's a celebration. We're still alive, we're still married. Many people finish off the year, and they say, shh, I made it through another year. You think that we are supposed to be on the level of I made it through another year? We're on the level of not Sefer HaChaim. Sefer HaChaim Lemancha, I live for you. To be Marbek Vod Shamayim in the world. What, should we look at our coming back to Israel and saying we made it through another year of not being fully humiliated by terrorists around us? That's covered. See, Sefer HaChaim is nice, but it doesn't necessarily bring down cover, the Shem The Sefer called HaChaim Lemancha. That I know why I'm here. I'm not here to just avoid rockets. And as crazy as this sounds, to set up all the different defense mechanisms. Don't get caught in what's a nice, temporary Savior. That's just Sefer Achaim. But we know it's not enough. We know it's not enough to make a marriage last. We know it's not enough to make a marriage blossom. We know it's not enough to bring ourselves to that place which HaKadosh Baruch Hu has been waiting for us to finally enter into, which is called hachaim LeMancha. which is called, it's exactly what the Rebona Shel told Moshe Rabenu. and whenever you and I have this doubt of, 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 of what am I doing here, maybe, you know, maybe we're just crazy, pompous, yidden, and the rest of the world can't be, they're all crazy, maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. That's why look at the insane Avodah of being politically correct. Maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. Uza and Azal, that's Sarila Those same voices that say maybe they're right, it's the same voices about you. Maybe it's right that you shouldn't really receive the Torah. What is My Shirabainu told? what is my, what are we told? How do we know that we're told this? We're told, Grab on with all your might to the chair, to the throne of Kavod. This is what we're asking. But really, I only understand after Mus'af Yom Kippur, only after Yom Kippur do I understand by Nailah, I understand what it means to throw away those two voices. Not just say, not ignore it. Don't ignore it. They come back and bite you five million times harder when you just ignore it. We all know this. It's no chiddush. It's chuck it to hell off a mountaintop so that you could scream Shema Yisrael. And that's the chotemet. That's the seal. And yeah, you'll have a little bit of a hard time during the year. That's what makes it fun. Okay? You have a little bit of a hard time, but you know what? When you're dipped in the stamp, in the seal of the king... No matter how many times, like when you go to that rave of all raves, when you get that stamp on your arm, right? Well, I don't know what they do anymore these days, probably crazier things, right? But you get that when I was young, I wanted to go to a... To, to, not that I have any idea, right? <laughs> it was that stamp on the hand, Right? And that stamp on the hand, I could see it the next day and I put it over my, my tefillin, over it and I make sure you no know one see, sees it, but I looked at it and saw between the tefillin cracks, oh, man, that's where I was last night, right? <laughs> so I want us to look at our stamps in our hands, and our hearts, look at the stamp in my heart all year long, and even if I get a little bit shvach, I don't care. You know why? Because I chucked the sari l'azazel off the mountain. And I don't care. I'm a Ben Melech. I act with covered in this world. Your thoughts about me, world, are irrelevant. And I say that because I love you, world, not because I hate you. That's the important Indian. We're so confused. We are supposed to love the world. We're not supposed to hate the world. But like Rabbi Shlomo says, and he brings the name of Rabbeinu, that last piece in between the first part of the Kutim and Tiniana, that whole union of Avmavinu is Avmavinu because he loved the world enough to not care what they thought about him. That's when you really love someone. Not that you don't care about them, but you don't let their opinions about you define what you feel about them. Yom Kippur is the highest moment of the year the highest person in the world, going into the holiest place of the world, reciting the the holiest name in the world. It's yechida sheba yechida. We don't even under... We, we, we can't... Hashem should have and please let us taste it just a little bit so that we we, we really need to restore our dignity and our covet And we have to stop, 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 stop. You know, I had to, Whatever, not to get into details. Get story after story about... All these confusing, such a confusing way of understanding holiness, while our while our brothers are being killed down there. To say one word that might stir some kind of controversial, emotion, are you crazy, covered. You mechabed yourself or not? So Yom Kippur is basically saying, please, please restore covered in me. Because I finally know that it's not about me. It's a Chaim lemancha. Simeni amali becha. Put me as a stamp in your heart. And when we get to Neilo, when you scream, Chosmeinu b'seifer, ha'chayim lemancha. B'chosmenu b'seifer, ha'chayim lemancha. <laughs> it should now, you know. Now, basically, we're very lucky because now we could finally say with a much deeper understanding, "Gmar chasim <t'avah> Gmar chatim <t'vah> Yeah, Gmar chatim <t'vah> It won't be just a nice thing we say to each other. Gmar chatim <t'vah> The ceiling should be real. It should be in the heart. It should last forever. But when you're saying Gmar chatim tomatovas, <t'vah> you're saying I believe you could chuck, you could chuck, you could chuck that Sair Lazazam. As Weinberger said, as much as as much as we need people to tell us, you could do it. You know who else was mamish kosher to the kissey akved? Yaakov <laughs> Yaakov Avinu, who was left all alone in the world. Chakuk, the Zara Kaddish says, Chakuk his image was engraved in the Kisei HaKovah. Do you know why? Because he didn't have anybody to give him strength and tell him G'mar Chasim Tova. He told himself G'mar Chasim atavah. Because at the end of the day, as much as we could be there for each other, it's not enough. should be gbenched to understand this year how to be there for ourselves in the strongest way. So G'mar Chasim to everyone. The bench to your, and B'shot will continue learning really soon. Shekoya, 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 There's who is to next to Mmm. Tell you Oh, no, I don't know what I'm doing. I am so sweet. Oh, no, man. Oh man, oh man. i I'm to time, right? 20 years. It's, it's, it's the last thing. It's the year to live the high oh, the